This is Will Baker, president of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. This is our continuing podcast series, Turning the Tide, Saving the Chesapeake Bay. I have the great honor of interviewing one of the youngest oyster gardeners on the Chesapeake Bay, the youngest oyster gardener, I would say, Graham Mitchell. Graham, welcome. Hello. We're sitting here in your school in Norfolk, Virginia. What's the name of the school? Largemont Elementary. And Graham, how old are you? Six. And when did you start oyster gardening? Five. So, Graham, you impress me tremendously because you are the future, not only of oysters, but of water quality and the health of the Chesapeake Bay. How did you get started on all this? Well, one night my mom knew that I wanted a pet, so then they saw you guys were giving out oysters at um, the club. The oyster club, yeah. And then, so my mom, when she pulled up, you had ran out, so we waited another day until you got more, and then when you got more, we just put them in the dock and um, read them a bedtime story on the first night. Read a bedtime story on the first night after you got the oysters? Mm-hmm. Which is basically in this. And did you, this is your bedtime story? Finn, the baby oyster, was out exploring the ocean. Mm-hmm. What happens to Finn? So this is a great story because it all got started when you wanted a pet. I certainly wanted a pet when I was your age. And your mom said, well, it might be a little tough to have a pet these days. And you decided you'd have an oyster pet? She decided we were going to have an oyster pet. Okay. And so you got the oysters, and what did you do with them? Well, we just... Put them in the backyard on our dock. In the water? And just kind of left them there and chuck them every week. And what happens to the oysters in the water? What do they do? They'll grow bigger and they'll filter feed. Filter feed? That's pretty cool. What does that mean? That means they'll put water through their gills and they'll clean the water and then shoot it out something. They, they actually filter the water. Do you know how much an adult oyster filters in a, in a day? 50 gallons. 50 gallons? You're smarter than I even heard. This is very impressive. Tell us what the oysters do beyond filtering the water. They build habitat for other fish and animals. Habitat? What does habitat do for the other fish and animals? It gives them some place to live. Yeah. And that's why, you know, oysters are one of the most important parts of the natural habitat in the Chesapeake Bay. And where have all the oysters gone? In the oven. (laughs) In the oven and into our stomachs, right? (laughs) Do you think that um, has been too much for the oyster population to handle? Too much harvesting? Probably in the in the, in the old centuries, probably it was. In the, in the last century, back because when I was born, when I was your age. Probably. A lot, a lot of over-harvesting. Has there been anything else that you think have hurt the oysters? Well, algae has grown and then it's died from the pollution of the water. So when it dies, it, it drains little things off, as I don't know the names, 
and it just um it sucks up all the oxygen out of the water so the oysters can't breathe and they'll die. And how did you learn all of this? From your podcast. Really? Have you listened to some of my podcasts? Yeah, I've listened to The Incredible Oyster. I am really, really proud that you took the time to listen to that. And you, your mother standing here while we're meeting in your school, your, your mother has got to be so proud of you for all that you've learned and all you're doing to help the oysters. You think so? Yes. Yes, I know she is. What would you like to do as you grow up to help the bay and help oysters? If you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? Help them repopulate. And how, how would you do that? By helping the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, make the water cleaner. Do you, um, let's see, what what would you like to talk about? This is my book that I made last night to my mother, and then I just put a little cloth, cloth on it. It was the title page, because we had to put this together. This is this is a book you made last night? Mm-hmm. And what, is it, what does it say? Can you read it for me? Oyster by Graham, illustrated by Graham. Oysters live on the bottom. The type of oyster that lives in Virginia is Clostridae virginica. <laughs> That's a Latin term for the species of oyster we have native to Maryland and Virginia to the Chesapeake Bay, Crustostria virginica. The oysters have many predators, such as lobsters, koi, and crabs. Oysters are incredible filter feeders. They can filter filter over 50 gallons of water a day. So for our listeners, we're sitting here in Graham School in Norfolk, Virginia, and Graham is reading from a book that he wrote and illustrated last night. Kids play a terrific role in oyster history. The youngest oyster farmer in Virginia, Graham Mitchell, the oldest oyster farmer. The oldest oyster farmer is? Is Walter Zaydan. And you've worked with Mr. Zaydan, haven't you? Is he a nice man? Mm -hmm. He's a very nice man. And is this another book that you produced? Yes. Now Now you see I have this one stapled. Yes, you have it stapled. I can't technically read this one because I haven't had that much practice with it. All right. But this will go in my oyster shawl. Now, where are your, how old and where are your oyster pets now? They're off your dock? They're off my dock and they're probably at least five months old. Are they getting bigger? They're probably getting at least this big now. What are, did they come as little baby spat? They came as that. Little tiny, like just a period in on a piece of paper. They came as like that. Little tiny pieces. Those are all what I got on one big oyster shell. And in five months, they've all already grown to the size of almost a quarter. And you think they're going to keep on growing and filter more and more water? Yes. Do you love oysters? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> they're pretty nice. They're pretty nice animals because they don't really require that much help. Do you talk to them? Not really. Kind of <laughs> just an animal. Do you have to clean their shells? No. 
You don't pull them up and look at them and kind of scrub their shells and give them a nice little pet pat on the back? Well, not with open hands. <laughs> I only have one pair of oyster gloves, so they're very dirty. A pair of oyster gloves? Mm -hmm. That I got when I, was, when I went out on the um, boat in the Chesapeake Bay. How long was that? How long ago is that when you went to the oyster roundup? <laughs> Graham, anything else you'd like to talk about? This is your one chance. Tell us all about oysters in the bay. You want to talk about anything else related to water? I threw oysters into the water. You threw oysters into the water that had grown big? <laughs> and are they going to they're going to help the bay? <laughs> and I we we put them in one of the oysteries that already had a giant pile in the little out of the water. Do you know why it's so good for oysters to grow up off the bottom? Well, two reasons. For fishermen to find more fish, right. and for the fish to eat other organisms in that area. And, that's a, and a, why do the other organisms come to where the oysters are? Tie from the predators. Exactly. Because the predators can't, the predator can't come into the big pilings. Right. Because if they did, then if like a, if a shan shark could break through the pilings and the pilings would fall down, and the fishermen would be alerted, so they'd be like, okay, that oyster reef down. So then they would have to just, the, the, the little babies would just run away. So when they knock down the pile, they couldn't knock down the pilings because it's so, so many together. So if they knock one down, it would be like dominoes. That's exactly right. The predators in the bay that rely on other species to eat and grow big, and then sometimes the predators are eaten by other bigger predators and that goes up the food chain. All right, Graham, well, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Anything else you want to tell me? Not very much. Would you like to come work for the Chesapeake Bay Foundation someday? That'd be a good deal? And will you keep growing oysters? Yes. And helping the bay? Yes. All right, thank you, Graham Mitchell, the youngest oyster gardener so far that we know of on the Chesapeake Bay. You're doing a great job for the future. Keep at it. This is Will Baker, president of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, with my youngest participant in a podcast ever, Graham Mitchell. Thanks, Graham. Thank you.